Isn't it an incredible joy to come and worship with the Lord and with each other this morning? Yeah, you can give a, give them a, yeah, praise God. I mean, that's, you wonder what the rest of the people are doing when we're here praising God and you just have that incredible time with each other and with God and you want everyone else to come and be a part of it, don't you? That's a lot about what missions is. It's about sharing what we know with others. What is, what is missions? It's following God's call, sharing the gospel with a lost world through his wisdom and strength. Pastors and missionaries, full, people in full-time, we call it full-time ministry, even though we all are on full-time ministry, but uh, missionaries and pastors, we look at them as the A-team, right? Because they, they just give it. They just surrender all, whatever... Uh, whatever it takes, whatever needs God needs to do through them, they're open to that. So they offer their bodies as living sacrifices to be used by him. And what a joy it is to be an elder here at Mitchell Berean and to have that modeled for us through our pastors and our missionaries um, that we're going to hear from today. And the modeling part, I actually had to borrow uh, from Pastor Giles the untucked shirt. This has really bothered me to not have my shirt tucked in. So if you see me, yes, thank you. Yes, my brothers, my tucked in brothers. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> boy, I can't, that went nowhere fast, didn't it? Uh, wow. So, <laughs> you know, I can have an untucked shirt because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Yes. Yes. And I can go be a missionary with an untucked shirt, right? Because Jesus said in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians five twenty says, So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. What a plan he has to make his appeal through us, through his people. Romans ten fifteen. This is where I want to focus on, and uh, how and how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, "How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news." So, if you're sharing Christ, you have beautiful feet, and so we're going to focus on. As an elder, I get to be a part of the signing the checks that go out. To, um, all, to all of our, we call them a ministry investments. They're not expenses, they're ministry investments. Thank you, Gene Brader, for that. And I write the, or I sign the checks for the missionaries as well. And to see God work through that is an amazing thing. And I'm going to share this morning just some of the, almost all of them, but not all of them. We still have more missionaries that we support. And people support by giving through the church, and then it goes from the church to the missionaries. And then there's, our, then there's a group of missionaries that we, as Mitchell Breen, the elder board, we support as well. So when you partner with us, you're partnering not just with Mitchell Breen, but also other mission boards and missionaries. So I don't know if you're aware of that, but I wanted to bring that out. And it's, and it's an amazing thing. The first we have 
um, we're going to talk about our missionaries is Dave and Crystal Hughes with Campus Ventures. They're at Black Hill State University, which is uh, devoted to reaching college students for Christ in several states in an effort to equip them with godly character to prepare them for works of service in the body of Christ. Their mission is to help college students glorify God through knowing and loving him and leading others to be devoted disciple makers. And I also wanted them to send me, I had them send me an email, and uh, what I had them is, what, how can we pray for them? And some of their prayer requests are, they have two, two teams of students going overseas this summer, one to East Asia and other to Africa, pray for them. They have three additional students serving on a summer project in Denver, pray that they would reach out to those around them. Pray as they develop a new campus ventures for post-grad students. Pray as they start a new ministry at the South Dakota School of Mines. Next up is our good friend David Knapp. He was back here. He was at Mitchell Breen in uh, 1993 and was an elder for a time when their family visited a morning service after David was teaching down at Frontier School of the Bible. And then after four years, he returned back to the ministry of New Tribes Mission, which is now Ethnos 360. And David has 45 years of missions and teaching experience as he represents uh, Ethnos 360. They work in the southwestern part of the country, mostly with the churches down there that are partnered with Ethnos. And he is a face behind the ministry. And he does an amazing job. They do recruiting, missionary conference speaking, and discipleship for the cause of those who have never heard the gospel. They wish to express their deepest appreciation to Mitchell Berean for our prayers and financial support. How many of you remember David Knapp? Okay, quite a few. John Anderson is with uh, Ethnos 360. Um, he's involved as, as a regional member. Also, his, his privilege is to connect and encourage our missionaries as they are on home assignment. And they have served overseas, and they are hopeful that uh, they can relate to some of the challenges and blessings of a missionary service in a different cultural context. So old missionaries don't just go away. They still keep being missionaries even at home. Their prayer requests are that they would have good connections with their fellow missionaries. They pray... You, Travel safety is a big thing for them. They just want wisdom as uh, they're looking at uh, adopting. Oh, sorry. They are taking care of their elderly moms, and they have a daughter that has 12 children. Their daughter adopted a family of seven. So what a change in their life. So he's, uh, So pray for them as well, John and Janice Anderson. Uh, Jerry and Joyce McDaniels. Uh, they are Bible translator into languages of the world, but the, the Bible, a translated Bible is just a beautiful book to people who cannot read. Their, their ministry is to train missionary candidates and missionaries on the fields and literacy consultants to ensure that people learn to read in their own language. Prayer request for them is Jerry has a bad back and it's been a problem for quite a few years and he's doing a, just pray for that. He has, he's developing uh, software to help in the literacy ministries uh, to be the Bible so it can be translated into Spanish, Portuguese, French, Indonesian, and more. They're having two big trips later on, one in Asia Pacific area and a tri- trip to West Brazil. Pray for that as they do workshops down there. So Jerry and Joyce McDaniels are awesome. 
couple as well. If I didn't have a tucked in shirt, that would go in there. Sorry. Hey, Travis and Nikki Ray, why don't you guys come up? I should have had, come on up and tell us about your, rather than me reading about it, they're here. Yeah. Well, hello. We are uh, Travis and Nikki Ray. We serve with Ethnos 360. Um, and like mentioned a little bit earlier, we are finishing up our first year furlough. We, um, we actually have tickets to leave June 4th. So we're down to, what, about four weeks, something like that. Um, what do we do? Um, we work in Papua New Guinea, um, previously um, in a location called Garoka. If you take out this little insert right here, there's a map. And just real quick, if you look on the map, there'll be right in the middle of the country, it'll say Highlands. It'll be yellow. Now, in that is a town called Mount Hog, and that's the closest town on this map to where we used to live. And uh, say so used to, because as we go back without kids, our mission has asked if we would consider relocating. So now we're going to go, if you would go straight across, there's an island, kind of a turquoise or a bluish color, and there's a town called Kimbe. That's where we're going to be going when we go back. Um, so when we leave June 4th, we actually take off. We have a uh, kind of a long trip. We leave from Denver, go to uh, uh, New York, New York to Qatar in the Middle East, Qatar to Bali, Indonesia, Bali, Indonesia to Port Moresby, Papua New Guinea, Port Moresby, Papua New Guinea to Garoka. We're there a few days, get to grab all our stuff and try to pack it on a couple planes, send it over to Kimbe, and then we move over to Kimbe the following Monday. So we're going to be busy. Um, with that, what do we do? We, um, we're going back over to, to kind of be in a role of overseeing. Um, our, our main job is going to be looking over and making sure that our bush missionaries, the families that are living in the tribal locations, are emotionally and spiritually healthy. So we're going to go in and spend a lot of time in the tribes with those places, developing those relationships, learning about our coworkers, learning their needs, and, and really trying to keep a, a tab on, keep a finger on, a pulse on what they're doing and how they're doing. Um, along with that, we'll be living on a base called Hoskins, and so we kind of get the, the opportunity to oversee the base, kind of kind of uh, make sure things are going good there. And then we're also going to be a part of connecting all the national churches in that region, uh, working with the national churches, the Church of Papua New Guinea, to see them network together. Um, so that's going to be our role. Um, while I got the mic, I'm going to promote something here. Um, you got this insert here. And um, Night Belong PNG, May 20th, um, we want to invite everybody from this church to come. We know that a lot of times people get a little bit shy and they, you know, will come to church. But when there's church events, they're like, eh, I don't know. Well, like uh, Dean said, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. And he's wearing a shirt untucked. I say we stretch that untucked shirt and we go to maybe the elders doing all things in Christ who can strengthen them and do belly whistling. Do you know what belly whistling is? I'm scared to ask. Does anybody here know what belly whistling is? Have you seen it on YouTube? I think we can show them. May 20th. May 20th. So now we're, we're up in the ante. You're involved too. You're involved too. Um, anyways, but what we're going to do is we're actually going to host an event out at the Mitchell Fairgrounds, 530, May 20th. You can take your phones out right now, delete all your previous arrangements, and put that in. 
And if you are a Protestant who protests the age of the smartphone, here you go. No more excuses. Um, but what we're going to do, we're, gonna, we're gonna actually going to cook a pig. We're going to cook up some cow-cow. And all you have to do is bring uh, a side dish or dessert. Come hang out, come fellowship, and um, just have a good time. We actually left P&G thinking about this. So we built a pretty good-sized crate. And over the years, we've been accumulating things from, from different locations we've been in, different people. And you'll see some of those artifacts displayed outside, some paintings and some baskets right now. Over the next few weeks, we'll put different artifacts. But what we want to do is we want to put those in your homes. We want you guys to have something from Papua New Guinea where you can look up throughout your daily life. And remember, there are, there are Christians in Papua New Guinea. There are people that need you, to pray, need you to pray for them. There are churches that are being developed. And so what we're going to do is we're, going to, we're just going to have a fun night. We're going to give some things away. We're going to have a raffle. And we're even going to auction off some things. Um, all those funds that come in from that are just going to help us take what we have in our home in Garoka and get our stuff to Kimbe. So that's kind of what we're up to. Thanks. Give him a hand. Thanks. So look forward to that. Belly whistling. Our next one is Sherry and... Uh, Gozi Cone, they are in Cote d'Ivoire. I've waited a long time to say that. And um, they are doing children's ministry, and their prayer requests are that we can, that uh, the churches realize the importance of reaching children for necessary funding for hosting training seminars, and they appreciate your prayers. Another homegrown product we have is Ryan and Jenny Dawson. They are in Costa Rica. And they are in a language school there, and they, their prayers are that the second trimester would, would go good and that they'd learn a lot and safety, as a fellow student was mugged just the other day, uh, that God would continue to build their support team. They're, just, they're still kind of short, and the continued transition for the kids. They're doing great, but they still have some hard days now and again. So missionaries and kids on the field are fun. Uh, John and Stacy Gerard, our local FCA rep, he is up in Shadron, and they focus on the FCA vision to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And their prayer requests are that they would have wisdom as they disciple so many people across the panhandle. They're looking for additional staff and for coaches to see and understand their impact on young lives. Any Iwana kids out here? Yeah. Yeah, we have an Awana rep- representative that we, and uh, Rick and Ferry Hatton, and they are, the, the mission is God is changing the world through the ministry of Awana by equipping leaders to reach kids with the gospel and engaging them in long-term discipleship. Here's another homegrown product. I'm telling you, we are so blessed to have people going out from our body. Dave and Missy Schroeder, they're with uh, Mentoring Timothy which is a new ministry, a gap, they're in a gap, it's like for uh, young men, 18 to 25, and they are near, near Missoula, Montana, and they are putting together the structure that God provided the cash to buy 160 acres up there, and they are going to start building their first building in May, uh, next month. They please, please pray for the Sears family, who are part of the staff, as they're currently raising support in Texas. And they, they really want to thank Mitchell Brian for standing with them for 18 years. We're proud of that. Some of the ministries that we do support, I did forget we, um, that's not on the deal, is uh, um, 
Movida. We just had a mission trip not too long ago with Movida International, and uh, they do an awesome job. Scott Langemeyer is a representative that we work with there. Camp Rock, just down the road in beautiful Reddington, Nebraska. We have a, we support them as well. They do a great job with camps, and uh, we love we love uh, supporting them as well. As well as Camp Maranatha, uh, the mission for Maranatha is to provide a fun, memorable, and safe Christian camp and retreat experience where people connect with each other and are transformed by God's love and are sent out to be influencers for Christ. We just had a men's retreat just last weekend. We also are proud supporters of the Brian Fellowship. Uh, the Brian Fellowship, obviously, uh, we're a part of. They plant churches uh, not only here in the States but elsewhere throughout the world, and they are plant, planting and strengthening churches to make disciples to reach the world. And last but not least, we have Scott and Diane Mathis. As, as you know, Scott is the president of the Brian Fellowship, a former pastor here. How many of you know Scott? Yeah. And Diane. How many know Diane? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, their prayer request that they would be an encouragement for the pastors as they pastor the pastors and the wives, uh, for wisdom as they minister to a wide variety of situations that churches are in. Um, so they help with that. Pray for they, safety on the road as well. Uh, pray for physical stamina and health and pray that their relationship with Jesus and each other would grow sweeter and sweeter as the years go by. So thank you all for being a part of the the missions and the missionaries, and I just want to say a prayer, and then John's going to come up. Father, we thank you for this this time that we get to spend with you and with each other, and Lord, I, we just know that uh, you're doing a good work right now, and we just want to be a part of that. So Lord, we thank you for this time this morning where we celebrate what you're doing with and through Mitchell Brian to reach the world all around us. Pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. My name is Ablavi. I am 12 years old and I am in the fourth grade. Some of the challenges that the kids in our community are facing are no different from the ones I faced. No food, no money, no health care. Life was so difficult to us. We were suffering. Sometimes we go to bed without food, without eating. It was so difficult for us. But thank God, since I was enrolled in Compassion, they help us. They really help us. So I am so glad today. I am so grateful of my sponsors, Linda and Doug. When I received the first letter that day, I was so much excited, especially when I saw the picture. And when I got back home, I showed the picture and the letter to mom, and we were all excited, and we prayed for them. 
I'm very pleased that I am also enrolled in this program of compassion. First, we pray. We hear the word of God and then we have lunch. After that, we play games. Also, they pay my school fees for medical checkups and for other needs of my family. My relation with the sponsors encouraged my faith. I trust Jesus that if I pray, especially in difficult situations, if I pray, Jesus could help. After school, I would like to be a doctor to help sick people to get well so they can give thanks to God. The most important thing, the most important change that the sponsorship has brought in my family is hope. Linda and Doc promised to continue praying for me so that I could be released from poverty. You're invited to sponsor a child today. Join us, share God's love, and help release a child from poverty in Jesus' name. Sponsor a child today. Good morning. My name is John Trimble. Uh, I'm one of the elders here at Mitchell Berean. Uh, a little bit about myself. I've been married to the same woman for 25 years. I have three kids. Um, I own a couple of businesses. And um, we are we're part of this family since, hmm, I believe it was 1994 uh, when we first started coming to Mitchell Berean. It was at the other building. There was green carpet, and my daughter was the only baby in the nursery. Um, now she's 24 years old, and um, I have a 22-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old son. Giles asked me to talk uh, about our experience. Um, we went to Africa with the um, first uh, Africa trip from the church here. Uh, went to Uganda, and actually Melanie and the girls went first, and they came home, and um, they were different. They were, it was, I'm like, wow, I don't know what they saw over there. Um, so then two years later, when the church went again, we went as a family, and um, I realized what what they had experienced and uh, what the, where the change had come from. Um, when you leave America and our land of plenty um, and you go over there and you see the poverty um, that, that these people live in, those, those dirt huts that you see in that video, those uh, thatched roofs, um, that's real. I've sat there and uh, I've got to share Christ with uh, my son sitting next to me or my wife uh, at those huts. Um, and those people, it, it just humbles you because you realize when you remove yourself from the materialism of America and you get over there to where that poverty is at, that the takeaway for our family was how much do you value people? Um, do you value things 
over people or people over things. Um, one, of the, one of the jobs that I do um, in my uh, excavation business is I dig graves. And um, I've dug graves at uh, a couple of different cemeteries uh, almost 10 years now. I've buried 300 and some people. And um, some of them I knew, some of them I didn't know. Um, the average the average funeral nowadays costs ten thousand um, bucks. That means I've buried over three million dollars worth of cemetery. I mean, that's what I've done at the cemetery. In all those burials, nobody's ever taken anything with them. All their investment, their whole life, has come down to. They leave this world with what they came with, nothing. And um, do you value the people around you? What do you spend your time and treasure on? Do you spend your time and treasure on people and things, or do you spend it, or excuse me, on people, or do you spend it on things? If I went through your checkbook with you, would there be enough evidence to convince or to convict you that you value people? and not your boat, or you value people or your, over your house. Um, Proverbs 23, 4 says, Do not work to be over rich because of your own understanding. Cease. Will you not set your eyes on, or will you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make wings for themselves, and they fly away like an eagle towards heaven. My challenge for you guys this morning is to... To summarize and look at what your uh, what goes on in your life is in your life is are you making eternal invest investments? Um, that would be that would be the takeaway from from uh, our trips to Africa as a family. Um, we we came home and went. Wait a minute, what are we spending our time and money on? Um, how much of what we do? impacts someone else? Do I value them enough to spend time investing in them? And, and, and that can be something just as simple as, you know, hanging out with your neighbor. It could be sharing Christ with your coworker. Do you value them enough to do that? Um, $21.3 trillion is what's in, uh, in the New York Stock Exchange on a daily basis. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think I'll be gone in a second. How, how good of an investment is that? There's nothing eternal about it. But as a saved person and as you guys as, as saved people, you have the ability to share Christ with someone and change their life for eternity. That's an internal investment. When you share the plan of salvation at, and, and they become a, a Christian, you just invested for eternity. You can put your money in and, and uh, hope that, uh, what's the newest one, the uh, Bitcoin? I don't know if you've watched that at all, but wow. I don't know about you, but that, that's, not a, that's not an eternal investment. Uh, one day it's worth 20000 the next day it's worth nine. Nothing eternal about it. Um, the only thing that leaves this world 
that stands for eternity is people's souls. Do you look at them and value them enough to invest in that? Um, I'm going to have Dean come back up. We're going to do communion this morning. Um, I invite you to visit the compassion table out there um, and and pick a kid. Um, part of of the uh, um, oh gosh, I'm losing my word here. The interpreters when we were in Africa, um, out of ten of those kids, I'm going to say at least five to seven of them were compassion kids, and uh, so. It, I've seen firsthand the value of, you know, the money spent and the investment in those kids. So, Dean? I think it's very appropriate that we are having missions weekend and communion as well because uh, the verse that I read about how beautiful are the feet of God's messengers If you think back, Jesus, what did he do with the disciples before he sent them out? He washed their feet. And I think it's important that Jesus passes that on so that we can remember. Communion is about remembering what Jesus has done and is doing. And and it's appropriate that uh, missions and communion go together. And... We are blessed at Mitchell Berean to uh, be able to celebrate today and to remember and give thanks for all that he has done. 1 Corinthians 11.23 says, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. So we at Mitchell Berean, we, we practice open communion. We just ask you to be a believer in Christ to come down and share with us as we partake. And we, we encounter this as a holy time, a time of reverence, a time spent uh, with each other and with the Lord. So take your time as you come forward. And I'm going to, John, would you pray? God, we come before you this morning, and I am so grateful for the work that is going on here uh, in Mitchell Berean Church. And I pray that um, as we come forward and take the elements that we would remember the investment uh, of your life made for us um, for eternity. And I just want to thank you again this morning for uh, all the people sitting here. In your name I pray. Amen.
the God of salvation. You chased down my heart through all of my failure and pride. On a hill you created the light of the world, abandoned the darkness to die. As you speak, a hundred billion failures disappear. Where you lost your life, so I could find it here. If you left the grave behind you, so alive, I can see your heart in everything. could amount to your desire You're the one who never leaves the one